Hey, welcome today to the Revival Way podcast. I am your host, evangelist, Taylor Michael. Today we're going to pump you up full of the Word of God to get you delivered out of any work of the enemy and to get you empowered and activated to go out and build the kingdom of God with full faith and no hindrance in the mighty name of Jesus. Enjoy. Welcome everybody back to Faith Fridays. I'm your host, Taylor Seaman, and today we're going to be talking about The Secret Place. If you missed my last two episodes, make sure to go watch them. The first one is on how to be used by God, and then the second one is what it consists of when God uses you. So if those are either topics that you'd be interested in listening to, I highly recommend go give them a listen. However, today we're going to talk about the secret place. Now, the secret place is something that when a Christian gets born again or they receive intimacy with the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, by spiritual nature, we tend to find ourselves able to get into this place. However, not many people are told how to be aware of this place and how to actually press in to this place. So, if you have your Bible, go to Psalm chapter 91 with me, and I want to walk you through what the secret place is and the importance of it. That way, the next time that you find yourself in this place, you know what to do when you're there. Psalm chapter 91, verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Now, there's some key aspects here. When it says, that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, it's referring to a place, obviously, that's secret or hidden from the world. This is a place that only Christians can, in, can get into. And let me explain. It says, they will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. So the word shadow, when it's actually used in the Bible, was a word that they would use to portray protection or shelter. It would be as if literally when you're in this place, you are in a place of protection. You are in the literal shadow of God. Now it says in the Bible that God has no shadow because he is all light. But what it's referring to is that you're literally at the throne of God, that you're in such a place of intimacy. You're in such a place, the secret place of protection, that it's as if God is holding you right there. And as you read on, listen to how it describes the secret place. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. In this secret place, at the feet of the throne of God, in the spirit, is protection and refuge. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you. I want you to say that. He will cover me. And write that in the comments. He will cover me with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. So in the shadow of the throne of God or right next to the throne of God, God protects you with his wings. His wings are a protection for you. And it even says that that protection in this place will protect you from any traps from the devil as well as any pestilence or sickness or disease. That is what the Bible says. Now if you scooch on over to Psalm chapter 130. I want to show you how we get into this place. And the best way to explain 
explain this secret place is that moment that we're all very aware of, but we don't quite know how to put our finger on when we get into the spirit. And what I'm talking about is if you've ever been in a worship service or an intense time of prayer and you've felt your mind go blank. Now think about it throughout the rest of the day. If you're going to school, if you're going to work, if you have a relationship, you have to go home to your family, feed your kids, whatever it is, your brain is running 24 seven all the time. Your brain is running nonstop. However, when you find yourself in this place of worship, in this place of peace with God, all of a sudden, it's as if your brain shuts off. That is the secret place. That is what it means to get into the Spirit. See, in the Spirit, what are the fruits of the Spirit? Peace, joy, love, gentleness, self-control. When you find yourself in the Spirit, you start to notice the fruits of the Spirit flowing from you naturally. All of a sudden, you experience this peace of mind that you've never had before. That moment is the secret place. And listen to how you get there. In Psalm 130, out of the depths, I cry to you, O Lord. Out of the depths of what? Out of the depths of your heart. Out of the depths of your heart, you cry out to God. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. Put that in the comments and I want you to say that out loud. My soul waits. And in his word, I hope. My soul waits for the Lord. More than watchmen for the morning. More than watchmen for the morning. Now that is deep. I want you to grasp this. It says, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. What is your soul? It's your mind. It's your will. And it's your emotions. Now, if you remember, the Bible says also in Isaiah chapter 48, those that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and surely not faint. When we wait and we still our mind and we allow our soul to wait on God, we enter the secret place. This place is crucial because we know it as in the spirit. Like you read in Romans chapter 8, Paul says, walk in the spirit. That is to walk by the fruits of the spirit. That secret place is the spirit. That's you in your spirit living out of your spirit, not out of your mind, which is a commotion all the time. And so we see that my soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning. See, your soul has to be attentive and expectant. By faith, we get into this place. You have to know, God, your word says that as I wait upon you, I will enter into this place with expectancy and by faith. And anyone that stills their mind, you quiet your soul, you find a time to get alone with God. He will always show up. Now jump over one more chapter, and I'm going to finish you with this. Psalm chapter 131. O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My my eyes are not raised too high. So he's talking about being in a position of submissiveness, being submissive to God with reverence and fear on your knees. 
I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me, but I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. He says, I have quieted my soul. I have quieted my soul. I have calmed and quieted my soul. When you quiet your soul, then God speaks clearly. See, God is always speaking clearly. We just don't always hear clearly. God is always manifesting clearly, but we are not always receiving and flowing clearly. However, like it says in Psalm 46, I believe, verse 10, be still and know that he is God. When you learn how to still yourself, what I mean is even in your quiet time, find 5, 10, 15 minutes to even turn off the music. Don't say a word. Turn off your phone. All distractions, lay them aside and quiet yourself before the Lord. Get into that position of quieting your soul and you will experience God in ways that you never have before. Now, I want to give people an opportunity right now. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, this is something that you need to do today. See, it says in the Bible that we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We have all sinned. None of us even come close. But because God loved the world, He sent His only Son. His name was Jesus of Nazareth. He was born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. And He died so that we could be forgiven. And it's a free gift of grace from God that we would receive salvation and have eternal life. And if we would just have faith in Jesus in the book of Romans, verses chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, it says if we would just believe in our heart and say it with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and that He died and rose again, that we will surely be saved. Because with the heart, one is justified. And with the mouth, one is saved. It says in verse 13 again, anyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you've never given your life to Jesus, I want you to do that right now. Lay your head on your pillow tonight, knowing that when you die, you will go to heaven. You will simply move on from this world. If that's you right now, I want you to put a hand in the an emoji hand in the comments. And I also want you to pray with me right now. Just repeat this prayer with me. You can close your eyes and we're going to take our first step into eternity together. Say, God, I believe your word. You exalt it above your name. And your word says, if I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is your son, that he died so I would be forgiven, he rose from the grave. He is alive. And He is Lord. That I would be saved. I declare that today, Lord. I admit I have sinned. And I ask for your forgiveness and your mercy. Wash me clean of all past transgressions. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Put your spirit inside of me. Make me a new creation. Today, I give my life to you. Forever. As my Lord and as my Savior.
Amen. Amen. If you just said that prayer, welcome to the family of God. It says in the Bible that all of heaven rejoices when even one sinner repents and comes back home to the Father. The next thing that you need to do is get your hands on a Bible. If you can't get a physical Bible, make sure you use your phone and download the Bible app in any app store and you will have full access to the Word of God. I recommend spending at least 15 minutes a day reading the Word, praying, worshiping God, and then slowly increase as you grow in knowledge and intimacy with Jesus. Also, you can find more videos here on our Instagram page or on our YouTube page as well, and you can go follow us individually for more content. We love you. God bless you. I'll see you on the next episode.